In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hey, welcome to the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. I'm going to go up and down Success Mountain with a good friend of mine, somebody who, uh, if it wasn't for him showing up at the right time in my life, I may have never gotten my podcast off the ground. He inspired me to kind of dig in and figure out what I really, really wanted so he could help me on my journey. Guest is just literally a beast when it comes to helping people to not only just be inspired, because that's like, you know, easy to get inspired, right? You you, you watch a movie, you're like, I'm going to go do that. But it's the work behind the scenes that really inspires me with this guy. He's building a bridge between worlds, people, and cultures through technology, the spoken word, and the pen. Recently uh, wrote a book that's out and about on Amazon.com called The Seven Laws of Mindful Living, a Soul Manual. Captures the essence of life's many challenges while distilling them into a blend of yogic philosophy, spiritual growth, and calls to adventure. His work has been featured at Entrepreneur, General Assembly, The Good Men Project, The Podcast Movement, Be Fulfilled. You can find him coaching sometimes with me inside uh, Destroying Excuses. Please welcome to the show, my dear friend, Vernon Foster. Tony G, what's up, baby? Happy to be here, man. Well, man, lots of good stuff happening in your world, but all of that stuff aside, what is your definition of success? Um, Let's see. My definition of success would be being able to live out your true genius unencumbered or hindered by uh, time, money, or excuses. I like that. Hey, so the biggest thing going on in your life right now, if you had to take fame off the table, if you had to take your book off the table, if you had to take your job off the table, what's the coolest thing happening in Vernon's life right now? Uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, she's been an amazing blessing to to my life. Yeah, so. What's different this time versus in the past? What what's like feels uniquely different? She got a big old booty. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, I've done a lot of healing over the last, I think 2020 was a healing year for me. And so I would say that has been probably the biggest thing is like just clearing off all the junk. Yeah, you call it life's dumpster. Just getting all of that stuff out of the way so I can show up differently in uh, romantic relationships. Because um, in the past, I, I I brought a lot of the, what I became aware of is that I was pushing that dumpster from the past into all of my future relationships. And even beyond that, I wasn't, I wasn't open. My heart wasn't open. I wasn't open to love. I had closed myself off to even the idea of being able to find that person. So um, I would say those are probably the two biggest things. No, I think it's cool that you can sit back and reflect on the journey because, you know, we're just all walking the same journeys. We're just 
I'm on my road, you're on your road, and and we've gotten a chance along life to come to some crossroads and some sections where we've been able to help each other. And that's what's cool about life is that we're all living out what we want. And and I, I spent a long time in my life trying to look good to avoid looking bad. And that caused me to miss some of the things um, that were showing up that I wasn't ready for. However, now I've realized they were just getting me ready for where I'm at today so I could live my best life. That's beautiful, man. Right? So some people say, oh, I missed out. I'm like, no, you didn't. You you did exactly what you needed to do with the people you needed to do it with. And when you were ready, you changed. And you made some big changes over the last couple of years. Um, let's talk about your book. I'm really, really first and foremost proud of you. Thank you, man. There's a lot of things in life people can say, like, here's my business card. I got a new job working here, doing <laughs> this, doing that. But when you like... Hey, you want to read my book? People are like, what? You wrote a book? I'm like, yeah, it's not even a children's book. And it isn't, you know, like a coloring book. It's a legit book. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Seven Laws of Mindful Living. Yeah. Uh, a soul manual. Talk yes, to sir. me about the process of writing that book. I just, I, first and foremost, I've been seeing you lately reading some of it uh, online. I just think it's awesome. So I wanted to just chat with you about the process because a lot of it, is what stops people is that process. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I think it's like when you think about like writing a book, it's like this huge, ginormous mountain that you got to climb up, right? Like you talk a lot about success mountains. So like we think writing a book is like this huge thing. And I think it was for me uh, as well until I just, you know, uh, broke it down bit by bit. I love the philosophy of Kaizen. Are you familiar with that? continuous mm -hmm. improvement and so if i'm if i'm looking oh you don't you're not familiar I, I i figured you'd be familiar with it but essentially it is the philosophy that has um, made toyota and honda some of the, the the world premier manufacturers in the world and it's these it's the simple idea of continuous improvement like taking one step every day uh doing one small thing and then over the course of time uh, those small things compounded will give you the result that you're looking for. So you don't have to swing this big axe. You just have to swing a small axe and do it every day consistently. So when I wrote the book, you know, that was kind of the, you know, looking back on it, I, I didn't know what Kaizen was back then. But my philosophy was if I can just sit down for 90 minutes every morning after I pray, meditate, do some yoga, and write and just set a timer for 90 minutes and just write stream of conscious. It didn't matter what I was writing. I didn't have to have all of my T's uh, crossed and my I's dotted, so to speak. I just had to sit my butt in the chair and write. And at that time, I, I wasn't really, there wasn't a lot going on. It was 2016. Um, I had actually ended a, a, a really come out of a, you know, a bad breakup. Things weren't really booming with business. I was living at home. I was kind of in this funk, um, back at home with my mom when I say living at home. So I was I was kind of in this funk and I was like, hey, my life is, is not how I intended it to look, right? This is not how I thought I would be living my life on the, you know, on the precipice of 30. I thought I would have, you know, everything figured out. I would be living in a nice house. I'd be in a relationship, maybe you know, um, a thriving business. So it's just everything that I was doing at that time wasn't working. And the one thing that I could come up with was just to write a book. So for about 
60 days straight, I'd just wake up, meditate, do some yoga and prayer, and I would write for 90 minutes. And I did that. Every day wasn't pretty, you know, but the goal was to do that seven days a week, five days a week to seven days a week, and, and then just um, see what came out of it. And what came out of it was I had 40,000 words, you know, uh, a rough draft. Again, it wasn't pretty, but I had the raw materials of what I needed uh, to what has now become The Seven Laws of Mindful Living is the book that uh, I self-published last year. Hey, you know what? That's awesome. A lot, a lot, a lot of time went into that book. That wasn't just something like, you know, I'm going to sit around this weekend. <laughs> I'm just going to chill, whittle on a stick and come up with a legit book. You know, like you, you had to spend some time and you probably got to know yourself at a deeper level too during that process, right? Because when you sit with yourself for 90 minutes every single day and it's just you and your mind, uh, I'm sure there was probably some things that you didn't print in the book that uh, <laughs> you definitely went off on like, you know, on a tangent or a yeah. rabbit hole and you were starting to learn some things. You're like, Hey, that's cool. And you, and you, and you brought some stuff back. I, I really have enjoyed listening to you read uh, the book. I think it's really, really fascinating when you hear the author read the book. Those are his words. He's throwing them out to the world. How's that been for you? Just reading out loud and other people like listening in and commenting and, and giving you feedback on the book. I'm shocked that I wrote, I'm like, did I write this? <laughs> I'm like, did I write? It's it's funny because, you know, I wrote the book in 2016, but I didn't publish it into 2020. Um, and there's a lot of self-work that I had to do around healing and being comfortable with putting out there. You know, it's super vulnerable. I'm sharing stuff about my life, dealing with, you know, alcoholism, you know, uh, just going through breakups and just a lot of just challenging stuff. But there's there's also, you know, the the beautiful parts, the traveling and things like that. So it's been great to it's been well received by my audience and my family and every it's it's been one of the most successful things that I've done to date. And I, I love that, um, I get to help people to, to let them know that they're, they're not alone. And, you know, everybody's going through something. Um, and we're always like to say, we're all soldiers of the same struggle. Everybody's dealing with something, right. Um, and we all bleed the same at the end of the day. And I just, I just think it's a great message for the season that we're in, um, because there's just a lot going on in the world and, and, uh, yeah, it's been well received and, the part that's been interesting for me is doing the audiobook because uh, I didn't really have experience with that at all. And uh, it's a lot different from just showing up and recording a podcast. I imagine it is, my friend. Hey, we are going to take a quick break on the Be Fulfilled podcast show. We are talking today to Vernon Foster II. You can learn more about what Vernon is up to at vernontfoster.com. And, uh, you know, Vernon is somebody who I've gotten to see work firsthand at working on making himself the best version possible. And I, I hope as you listen today to what Vernon is talking about, what is that thing that you haven't been working on that you've been procrastinating because you're like, you know, it's not good enough. And our good friend, our mutual friend, Ian Garlic always says, version done is better than version none. Get the thing up. Get it out there. Because it's hard. Because the feedback you're giving yourself is the things between your two ears. Let the world share your genius and, and allow it to love on you and help you. So 
maybe today as you listen to this podcast, just jot down like something that you've been sitting on, an idea, or maybe it's a poem you've written, you're afraid to kind of get critiqued or share it, or like call up a friend and say, hey, could I read something to you? Could you give me some, you know, insight, you know? Like, don't sit on that idea. So many people are broke when they die because they didn't realize if they would have put out what it is that they had, they would have enriched their own and the world's lives around them by sharing their genius with the world. So stick around. We'll be right back on the Be Fulfilled Podcast Show. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, let's take one together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lift towards your chin. Let's do it now. That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You're focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. Hey, we are back. I mean, listen, right smack dab, right where we need to be doing exactly what we said we wanted to be doing with VernonTFoster.com. Check it out today. Learn all about what he's up to, the seven laws of mindful living, a soul manual. He's got the vibe tribe. He's got a a brand new lady in his life. He's got multiple careers going. And one thing that I want to talk to you about, and we'll wrap up today, is how you kind of walked away from being an entrepreneur. And how you walked into being the person you always wanted to be. Can you talk to me a little bit about like one of the big takeaways about you kind of like walked away from like, I was doing entrepreneurs got to eat and Vernon's like, I'm good. I'm leaving. (laughs) See you. Peace out. Like, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to go do what I love. And life actually has like flipped all around for you kind of when you decided that you knew where you needed to be best and you have started serving in a whole bigger way. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Um, that's great. That's uh, I think it'll serve a lot of people because I know your audience is heavily, um, you, you have a huge influence on the entrepreneurship community. And for me, it just, you know, I took a look at my life and like, it was like, what's working, what's not working. And what I was doing wasn't working. So I had in my eyes, you know, two options. I could keep doing what I was doing and night. That's the definition of insanity, according to Einstein, or I could flip the script and flip the switch and, and do something different. And, you know, I had, I had built up this skill set in podcasting from helping people, from helping you and other entrepreneurs and, and launching a business and doing that. Um, but what I found was I was, you know, I had these raw skills that could be transferable into a career. Um, and then an opportunity came across where uh, a startup, uh, ACAS, which is the company that I currently work for, they were uh, looking for somebody to bring on board to help sign content on the acquisitions team. And I parlayed those skills that I had built as an entrepreneur and in the podcast space and those relationships into working for a tech startup, which I do now. The, I mean, it's counterintuitive, right? Like the, everybody tells you, I think we live in this era where like entrepreneurship is sexy and it's like, you know, like hustle hard, bro. And you know, whatever you got to do, like just burn the ships. And I did that and that just didn't work for me. So now I'm in a place where I have cash in the bank. 
I have a, an amazing woman in my life, and um, I'm I'm publishing my you know I published my book last year, working on the audio uh, version of that right now, and things just feel good. It feels like you know things are working in my life for the first time in a long time. So I would say that uh, anybody who's you know they're they're hitting a brick wall. I think knowing when to walk away is also just as important as knowing when to keep going. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Vernon Foster the second. You can learn more at VernonTFoster.com. Man, just keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait to have you come back around and share. You just dropped some good wisdom. Any individual right now feeling like, you know, I like being an entrepreneur. But if I'm honest with myself, I'm stuck. Vernon just shared some stuff. Hopefully, it'll help you to push past maybe whatever is blocking you. And usually... It comes back to uh, I am the problem wherever I show up. And so until I'm ready to do the work, right, deep dive into me and figure out what what I really want. Like I asked a friend this morning, breakfast, I said, you know, what do you want? And a lot of people don't know the answer. So they're stuck living out somebody else's dream instead of figuring out their dream. So I'm going to challenge you as you listen, go about your week, your weekend, wherever it may be. Like, what do you really want? And so uh, thank you, Vernon, for stopping by the show. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever.